0: And if you no longer go for a Gap that exists, you're no longer a racing driver. Alright, finally the Gap fans, we're back. Well, By we, I mean me. Uh, Your favorite host, Jason. I'm here to give you a preview of the Saudi Arabia GP at uh, Jeddah Cornish, not to be uh, not to be confused with uh, Cornish game hens, Uh, but uh, yeah, well, they'll be back at the Ebola Drome uh, this weekend, uh, which was,
1: uh, you know, it had some
0: exciting spots uh, last year. I mean, you had, uh, you know, the top two cars running into each other and jockeying over giving back positions. I mean, who doesn't want to see that again? Um, So. Well, we'll get you ready for uh, for the race, kind of go through some of the stories. Uh, Right off the top, though, uh, I've been instructed. uh, I'm not supposed to say things that people can take out of context. Uh, So I'm not supposed to say um, that LK is just walking around with an acoustic guitar, singing kumbaya, trying to soothe people's anger. Um, That's not happening. He's not doing that. Uh, and I'm not supposed to mention how LK is uh, brokered a sponsorship with our podcast. Uh, that that's right, he's uh, brokered one with Mammoth Nation. Uh, he told me do not release the promo code of LK2UK, uh, whatever that means. So we'll move into what's going to happen uh, this weekend. I mean, as I said, it's in Saudi Arabia. Um, my co-host who has deserted me, LK. Uh, he loves blood money tracks. Uh, that's his favorite ones. He wishes there was more, Wish they, that they could come back uh, to Saudi Arabia every single weekend. Uh, so I know he's, he's excited about it. I mean, we did see some good racing uh, last time. We, uh, I think the, the big fear was that there was going to be zero passing. Um, but I think uh, as uh, Max Verstappen, the eventual champion, number one on his car, showed that if uh, you're very gutsy, if uh, you're a little bit crazy, you don't mind uh, dive bombing uh, people, then uh, then you can make some passes. And actually, the qualifying session was probably one of the best qualifying sessions of the of the year, um, just given the uh, intensity of what was going on. So I think we're all kind of looking forward to to what's going to happen, how how things are going to shake out. So this weekend uh, we see that uh, Vettel uh, Se- Seb is sitting out once again. Uh, he's going to miss his second race. Um, and uh, let's hope uh, that he gets well soon, Uh, but uh, does, I mean, nobody blames him for not wanting to drive that car. I mean, as great as it looks, as great as the livery is, as great as the shape of that car is, uh, I can't blame him for not wanting to get in there uh, to drive around and finish 16th this weekend. Um, So, uh, Hulkenberg, he gets another shot at it, and um you know he needs he needs to have a good showing he needs to to try to redeem himself i mean his goal obviously has to be to um to match up well against stroll um possibly even try to out out uh, pace uh, stroll either in qualifying and or the race um although i, I still think Holkenberg probably has one more shot at a, at another team even if this doesn't go great because i think the situation has been has been so tough for him you know to just uh you know, one week not being involved, and the next week he's you know actually driving uh, driving the car that uh, he hasn't hasn't been in before. But um, you know, if he doesn't show some improvement uh, th- this weekend, uh, it could be pretty tough uh, for him to to get a job after this. And in Formula One, I mean, he'll probably uh, end up in one of those low low tier things like uh, IndyCar, or something that nobody watches. Um, so, uh, you know, and speaking of that, we saw a great increase in, uh, in the U.S., uh, at least in, in the viewership of uh, Formula One. So, yeah, it seems like uh, Drive to Survive is uh, finally having the, the effect that they want. And, and again, I have to give all the credit to Zach Brown. I mean, he has convinced so many people um, that his team was going to do well. He has convinced so many sponsors to come on. It's just ridiculous the, the amount of sponsorship that they've been able to, to generate. Um, now, all of those people are going to be let down sorely again this weekend because uh, McLaren certainly hasn't figured out uh, the, the problems that they had. Uh, they, I don't think a week was enough uh, to, for them to figure out stuff. But, you know, maybe they won't be, they won't be dead last, I, I don't think. You know, they're probably, you know, they, they get 13th and 4th. Fourteenth place. I think that's a, a decent uh, weekend for them, but we'll see. Maybe, they, maybe they can get lucky. Maybe this, there'll be some more uh, uh, Red Bull failures, or you know, Honda. Excuse me, Red Bull powertrain failures uh, this weekend. We we also found out this week that uh, Carlos Sainz is close to signing a deal with Ferrari. And if if you had brought this up six months ago, maybe even five months ago. This would made absolutely no sense. Like, why? Why would he want to sign with Ferrari, a team with just a bunch of clowns on the on the pit wall, uh, didn't know what they were doing, no real direction, just kind of uh, going to be resigned to be just a midfield team um, for the next handful of years. So, at the end of last year, I would have told him, you know, that he he needed to fight for a better seat, that he needed to look somewhere else, because either. Um, you know, at, when uh, Danny Rick finally gets canned uh, at McLaren, that that could have been a better seat. Certainly, you know, trying to fight for um, Hamilton's seat when, uh, when he eventually retires. Um, you know, I, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to say that for him to take a second the second seat at Red Bull just because we know how, um, how uh, unfortunate that situation can be for, for a driver, but it could have been better. Um, than, than where he was at with Ferrari, which is, again, he's just in a second seat. But now this year, now we see that all of Ferrari's hard work has paid off. They've bounced to the top of the grid. Um, now this makes the most sense because there's nowhere else he would rather go. So, um, you know, kudos for him for, you know, jumping on on the right opportunity uh, and actually sticking around somewhere. Um, you know early in his career that's that's kind of you kind of had the feeling that he was just gonna jump around um, every every two years uh, until he f- he found a car that was uh, that was good. Um, so now I think them trying to to lock him up for uh, a handful of years is actually a good plan. Um, and like I said, he really didn't have anywhere else uh, that he could go uh, at the moment so. Uh, good good for Carlos, uh, you know, we're a fan of him uh, here on the show, so uh, best of luck to him uh, with uh, getting that new deal uh, done. You know, uh, last week uh, we saw a race that, in retrospect, not a great race, but it was at least a watchable race, right? You had a, a few moments that, uh, that made it worth uh, watching, particularly... From the, fir- from the beginning of the race till a few laps after the first pit stop, and then obviously at the very end of the race, race the, the last five laps uh, were really exciting. You know, that final uh, final restart and then having um, the, the, the failures of the two Red Bulls uh, at the end kind of added to the excitement, but other than that, that middle portion, that middle 30 laps, really nothing happened. Um, but of course, uh, Ross Braun, whatever he says, we will listen to. We will do. Uh, and he says the new cars and tires are quote a great start. I mean, not that he's going to give you any other answer, not that he's going to give you any more information than that. I mean, I guess if you consider that half the field didn't blow up, um, then yeah, it's uh, it's a great start. So um, you know, you, you take it take it with uh, with a grain of salt with uh, who the source is there, but. Um, yeah, not a terrible start. Uh, let's let's hope that uh, this weekend in Saudi Arabia adds a little bit more excitement uh, to what's going on. And really, Mercedes needs to get into uh, in into the mix here. Um, but uh, Toto Wolff has already indicated they know that they're the the third place car at the moment. Uh, and even I think he's actually been uh, quite honest uh, recently, uh, uh, which is that they were punching above their weight at Bahrain. So he knows that, you know, instead of the third-place finish, it should have been a fifth- and sixth-place finish uh, for, for them, um, that that's really where they should have been. They had just so happened, you know, to put themselves in in the best possible position. But, you know, getting passed on track, Lewis getting passed on track by Checo uh, just has to be demoralizing, knowing that you're so much better than that driver, knowing that, you know, he, he's only there just to, uh, just so that they can have someone, um, someone who adds nothing to that team, who's a, a net zero. Um, uh, but he's, he just had a more capable car and he passed you on track. I mean, that has to bother him, uh, quite a bit. And, you know, I, I think I've said this before that every good driver, should remember every single lap, every single lap that's happened to him. He should hold a grudge about every person who's passed him or every person who didn't give him space or, you know, tried to to run him off the track. Um, And that was a story that came up. um, Sky News is trying to pump this uh, controversy between uh, LeClaire. And Verstappen, that uh, because Leclerc remembers in 2019 when uh, Verstappen you know stole a win from him or prevented him from from a win, and, and that's going to fuel this rivalry, you know. But then after the race, they're you know they're shaking hands and they're saying you no know, great race to to each other. Both things can be true at once. That uh, Leclerc can hold that contempt for uh, for Verstappen and remember. Every time that he uh, that he raced him close, or that he went wheel to wheel with him, when either it wasn't necessary, or maybe maybe even you know made a move that uh, that he didn't like, both things can be true. That he can remember those things, and that he can be prepared to to give uh, uh, to to give the same things back to to Verstappen, as well as you know the, there doesn't have to be you know this uh, rivalry off the track as well. Um, although we like to see it as fans, it's kind of funny, uh, to, to watch them, uh, act like kids sometimes, uh, but, you know, they can still be, uh, still be, uh, professionals, uh, and still enjoy, a uh, good race. Cause, uh, at the end of the day, there was, uh, it, it was a good race. They, 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 both raced each other fair. Uh, and I'm sure Charles, uh, was, was very happy, uh, to win no matter who was going to finish in second place. So. So this weekend, um, you know, we we saw something kind of interesting, um, and I want to bring it up because it, it, it's just it's just weird to think about that that this is still a story that uh, Asil Al Hamad and Abby Pulling that they're the first women to drive a Formula One car in Saudi Arabia. Um, it's just it's just interesting to think about that um, that that's that is a story that uh, you know that's that that was the first time was just this week um it uh, i think we're headed towards uh you know having having a woman at least as a third driver pretty soon uh and i think it's going to be great i think uh you know everybody should uh, should be behind it but it is interesting that you know that that's an actual thing you know that somebody had to had to keep track of um but yeah, uh, hopefully uh, my girl Jess will, uh, will have her chance, uh, and I should have lobbied for her to get that Haas seat, because uh, at least I would be happy with who's there instead of uh, that uh, sack of nothing uh, Magnuson there. Well, let's go to what's going to happen this weekend. Um, I think Red Bull, um, that they are going to try to bring some upgrades, I think the rumors are that... Um, that they're going to bring a new front wing front wing um, but also that Ferrari uh, the rumors are that they're going to turn up their engines a little bit uh, this weekend as well to try to try to counteract that um, so I think uh, I think you're probably still going to see mostly status quo uh, I think these things are probably going to balance each other out uh, because Red Bull will probably still need a few weeks before they can, remove the uh, 10 or so kilograms of weight uh, that they need to remove from, from their car to really pick up a lot of speed. So um, I, I think what's gonna happen is, uh, again, uh, it's just gonna be a Ferrari 1-2. One, one I think they're in, in the best position um, to, to do so. It's, it's gonna be uh, Leclerc and Sainz, uh, again. Um, and then Verstappen, I think his car will make it to the end. I think they'll, they'll make the adjustments they, they need to, to do that. And uh, he'll uh, come in third. Uh, and then just down, down the order, again, that the Mercedes cars, um, I, I think they'll uh, finish where they should finish, which is uh, they're, they're going to go fourth and fifth. Uh, Perez is going to be off the pace because, uh, because that's just what he does. And, uh, you know, the game uh, we've been playing this, uh, this year is which team will have the worst average finish. Um, unfortunately... It's going to be the Aston Martins. Once again, they're going to have uh, a rough weekend, um, and it's probably going to be that way for a while. But, you know, who knows? Uh, you know, maybe they can have a good battle with uh, with the Williams teams. So, all right, everybody. I hope you enjoy uh, the race this weekend. I'll be back um, sometime next week, and uh, we'll, we'll review the race. Maybe LK will show up. He probably won't. Uh, you know, we'll uh we'll we'll see what happens but uh, enjoy enjoy the practice qualifying and uh race and uh, we'll come back and uh, talk about uh, how i was right and how wrong lk was